hello, and welcome back to another episode of What's With You, Scooby Doo. Dan and Ari join me to chat about a very fun episode of Pup Name Scooby Doo, coming up a lot recently. Also coming up a lot recently, Case Closed? Otherwise known as Detective Conan. Uh, I still haven't watched the show, but this is the second episode in a row where this thing comes up. So I'm probably going to have to watch it soon. Or have someone else watch it for me. When I was a kid, uh, there was a family friend who used to say, uh, Hey, can you go to the bathroom for me? I always thought that was kind of funny. Anyways, this episode is phenomenal. They're both fun-loving people, and we have a whole ball of a time. Not a saying. Housekeeping out of the way, if you would like to get in touch with the podcast, as always, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash what's with you Scooby-Doo, as well as you can email the podcast what's with you Scooby-Doo at gmail.com Twitter and Instagram at WWY Scooby-Doo in addition, you can find original music from the podcast at www.sd.bandcamp.com. All songs are free to download. In addition, merch can be found. Thank you. If you go to letsdothis.com, D-O-O this.com, and click the merch link, everything from t-shirts to stickers iPhone cases to baseball tees whatever your heart can desire it's enough of this jibber jabber what say that we cut to the quick of it and once again to the podcast let's do this Have you ever had something that was so good that you were like, I need to get rid of this? Uh, Airy every day. What's with you, (laughs) Scooby-Doo, today on the podcast, (laughs) Through the Miracle of the Internet, (laughs) I have Dan and Airy, just for laughs, Jones. Yes. In fact, that's our nickname. You put that in quotes. It's Dan and Eric quotes just for laughs and quote Jones. Uh, it's gotten to a point where now uh, people can just hear the air quotes in my voice. Got it. I'm yeah. that good. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. amazing. You're amazing. Maybe I'm you amazed by the way you love me. That song gets weirdly stuck in my head. Anyways, how are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Uh, maintaining it's like uh we're going through like something of a warm spell right now which is nice that's good uh you're in maine. yeah and it was I'm in maine. it was very cold up here in maine yes for like Are a you week next door neighbors with Stephen King? Uh, no. <laughs> but <laughs> i have tons of friends who are from bangor which is Stephen king's uh stomping grounds he and owns it? Oh, okay. <laughs> kind of by King now. 
Ben Gormain. You took put too big of a comma between that, so I got confused. It is Stephen it King's. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> after that tangent, uh, typically we start off with a little a uh, little history lesson, a little getting to what, know you. What's with you, Quantum Leap? Is the name of the show. <laughs> what's with you, Quantum? I'm gonna be honest. Like it, it comes up more often than not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good show. <laughs> yes. It informed my moral compass pretty much. <laughs> Ziggy says there's a seventy five percent chance that you need to Uh oh there was gosh. the episode where he leaps into the kid with Down syndrome. Yes. Two episodes. Yeah, it was a two parter. Go back. No, I mean he leaps back again. Oh, he goes Is back to the same kid? I don't remember if he leaps into the kid or into the brother or into the nephew mm. i don't remember exactly but they had he has to go back to that family again so anyway so <laughs> special needs kids need a lot of help it's just science it's not extra needs kids <laughs> in the in futuristic uh sending people back in time to uh right the wrongs yes. of the past <laughs> that's priority number one yep. uh actually episodes does apply to our pup named scooby-doo it was the native american episode with <laughs> where the guy is going to back to his sacred land to die and that that's actually a really good episode <laughs> unlike this episode of pup Ooh. <laughs> all right all right spoiler alert uh i see where this is going now uh, but typically we start off a little history lesson, a little getting to know you. Uh, how did you both come to no. our Lord and Savior Scooby-Doo, if at all? Uh, it was on TV all the time. Yeah, hasn't stopped Period. since. <laughs> so you were just indoctrinated. Indoctrinated. It's like, this is what your family watched, you watch, so this is what you grew up You You watch the USA Cartoon Express, <laughs> and you get all the Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Yes. This is pre-Boomerang, Ari. I only remember Boomerang. This is when they were new. No, not really. Uh, TNT. I <laughs> no, feel like a lot of that stuff that. showed on TNT as well. Anything TNT, that Turner yes, owned. Yeah, yeah. Because we used to watch the, the Looney Tunes hour thing. I had VHS because we didn't have cable. So, or not cable, but any of those shows. You know, channels, channels, sure. TV. So, what were you watching? So, were you buying like the like packaged VHSs? Were uh, as a it was package, like, but like the bundles. Yeah, it was like, yeah, no, it was just like three or thirteen episodes of cartoons, and there'd be a Scooby Doo every so often. That was the earliest I remember. And then later, we were watching Pup Named Scooby Doo, and then we were watching. I watched way more of Ghosts. The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Classic. I watched that a lot because they always re-ran it. Same yeah. with Pup Named Scooby-Doo. And then, I don't know why. I just I remember suddenly... when a lot of those shows were brand new. You know why I watched it? <laughs> why I became so attached to it is because it was... I had a very fundamentalist uh, stepmother who we couldn't watch um, Power Rangers. We couldn't watch Hannah... Uh, 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 Looney Tunes. We couldn't watch anything violent or too scary. Interesting. Or there was another thing. Well, no sex, of course. Well, naturally. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Before marriage. <laughs> or even holding hands. <laughs> I don't know why she let us watch Scooby Doo, but for some reason, maybe because it was nostalgic to her or something. Because I always felt like I was getting away with something. Because <laughs> I remember, okay, no, seriously, because it dealt with scary stuff and occultish 
Mm. But that was for some reason allowed, even though I had a Full House Stephanie book that I asked my dad, what is Uja? And he's like, what? And I'm like, what's Uja? Uja. Nice. And he looks at, he's like, let me see that. And then he confiscated my Full House Stephanie book because it had (laughs) the word Ouija board in it. (laughs) Didn't explain to me what it was. I had to ask my mom. And so... Meanwhile, so that was my dad's side of the family. So Scooby-Doo was the closest to horror that I could come to, like, without being, you know, Actual. taken away. Yeah. Unless you can't count the Bible, because that's pretty scary in parts. <laughs> <laughs> but Zing. on my mom, my mom's <laughs> side, I was reading Stephen King. I was reading pulp horror, like, novels. There was one... That was, it's called The Desecration of Susan Browning. I do not remember who wrote it. It was super pulp novel. Involved a sex cult. Mm. I was 11 when I read this. And my mom gave it to me to read. (laughs) This is so steamy. You're going to love it. And this is why my parents got divorced. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got evangelicals versus whatever my mom is. Well, so 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo was actually put up as uh part of the satan scare yeah of the 80s I remember that. yeah yeah so it was like said to be a uh you know like they're trying to indoctrinate our children into satan stuff yep which yep. still yep. to me is absolutely ridiculous and D was part of that too right oh yeah and then all but, people just started giving me scooby-doo stuff so i kind of got it became my identity for a little while. She tried to find a Scooby-Doo doll, but we don't know where it disappeared to. Yeah. We had to put it somewhere safe so the animals didn't pee on it. Well, because he, his entire stuffing has gone... Because I slept with him every night up until I was about 26. Okay. <laughs> and so all the stuffing is missing, and we have to add more stuffing. But I, when my nephew moved in, I hid all my toys. <laughs> so back Most up slightly, doing. because somehow this is the second time this has come up on the podcast. People f- saw that you liked Scooby-Doo stuff, so they just started giving you Scooby-Doo things? That's how our family works. It's like yeah. you, you're a thing that you like becomes your identity sure. in the family. Yeah. And so I had Scooby-Doo banks. I had two of the exact same Scooby-Doo bank <laughs> given from two different aunts. And then I had a Scooby-Doo clock. I had a couple Scooby-Doo watches. I had... What else? Several. If if they made Tsum Tsums of Scooby-Doo, I would have Shaggy and Scooby's Tsum Tsums. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be awesome. Why don't they make those? <laughs> I mean, this is kind of like uh, every Christmas rolls up and I'm like, ah, I'm going to give my nephew another Lego. Uh, yep. He likes Legos, right? Um, Wait, you give him a Lego? <laughs> yeah, just, I, eventually... When you you're have seven, this you'll have a four by four. Yeah, no, I mean, by, I started off with one, one the one by one uh, in blue. <laughs> the next year, I gave him a one by one in red. Oh God! <laughs> by the time he's eighty-two, he can put together a little house. Yeah, he's gonna have like a, a little house, the tiniest so like race car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, actual previous guest of the show. Uh, we we had on the Guinness Book World Record holder for the largest Scooby Doo collection in the world. Oh goodness! And similarly, started off in the same way, where it was like, "Oh, ah, yeah. she she's into Scooby Doo. We'll give her, you know, a sticker collection." Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh it was to the point where for my 18th birthday and I'm not joking, for my 18th birthday I dressed up as Shaggy and went to the movie. <laughs> was it 18? Maybe it was 19. Or 17. 2002. That would have been my 18th birthday. And I, my mom drove me to Boise. I went all by myself in full costume and forgot my Scooby-Doo at home. <laughs> I was devastated for about 20 minutes. And then I was like, fuck it. <laughs> Whatever. And I saw the movie. I loved it. But I just saw it all by myself. That's a really sad story. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't fun. need to be. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I like the movie a lot. Nice. <laughs> but that was my big thing is I got, okay, that was like uh, Spice Girls era. So I wore my baby Spice shoes because that seemed most shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were like the platforms that were like four inches tall. Mm. And then I had these baggy corduroys and then a green t-shirt, which I remember took forever to find. For some reason, I used spirit gum because my mom's a props master. And so I had the beard and I think my <laughs> hair just looked like that. My hair always looks like between Justin Bieber or... Yeah, you kind of uh, got that going on now. Yeah, or Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and so it fit right in there with Shaggy. But with the blast and... shield down, I can't see anything. <laughs> exactly. Your eyes can Their deceive you, are trust very them. similar. I've never noticed that. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, I I think I, when I emailed you, I mentioned the movie and it was like, I really liked, like, I loved the casting. I thought everybody did an amazing job. So I was pleased with that birthday party I gave myself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at that point, I'm glad. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I've gone through, I've gone through phases. I, uh, I think when it initially came out, I was into it. And then I had to like turn a Initially corner. Initially came out. Yeah, two thousand two. Oh, the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you meant. I thought we were going back oh, me? to just Scooby Doo in general. <laughs> yeah, in nineteen sixty nine, first came out. Oh, did I not mention I'm immortal? Because <laughs> I watched a, a lot of Scooby Doo and learned when I was around die. during it's the cold. Black Plague. Uh, <laughs> I've always been here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then I turned a corner where I like had like twenty something cynicism, and I was like, Mah. "Oh yeah." Uh, yeah we all and then I rewatched it recently, and I was like, "This is great." <laughs> yeah, there's something about like Isla Fisher is amazing, and I just love my favorite line is um, where they take uh, Daphne's little goo head out of the pot, and she's like, "Put me back! <laughs> I can do it on my own." <laughs> I'll use my like, tongue yeah. as an oar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then I just, I was a little cynical about Daphne being hot, but I think Linda Cardellini did an amazing you job. Mean Thelma? Thelma. What did I sell? say? You said Daphne. I meant Thelma, yeah. Daphne yeah. isn't supposed to be hot. No. <laughs> this is my headcanon. <laughs> Daphne is just an optical illusion to everybody. <laughs> this, is, this is like uh, 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 Ferris Bueller not being real. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that makes way too much sense, though. But then that reminds me of Madeline Kids, where it's like the ghost. So is Daphne just a ghost the whole time? Right. Ooh. It would be weird if they. One is in about, their midst. Have you talked? Have you read that book? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I realized because I'm like, why am I not? I haven't finished it. I'm like maybe halfway through, mm. and I was like, why have I not finished it? I love it, and I think it's because Edward Cantero, Eduardo, Edward Cantero, mm. has such an amazing. I love his turns of phrases. I love how he writes that I'm. I don't want to just go through it too quickly. <laughs> I've been enjoying it, and Savor I've never it. done that. With yeah, <laughs> and I remember. I think about it all the time. But I'm like, I'm not ready to finish it yet. <laughs> <I'm> weird. <laughs> it's still alive. I also have to say, I think I held on to Scooby Doo so hard. Because I was one of those kids who was like, I'm going to like things that nobody else likes. I was a hipster before hipsters were cool. And so... <laughs> she was a hipster hipster. Yes. And so nobody else in school liked Scooby-Doo, and, except me. And so it was my thing. All right. And, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever want to get and in a van? I, oh, no. I wanted a Jeep. Which I think Daphne would have a Jeep, honestly. She seems like the type. Daphne, not Velma. Yeah, you sure? <laughs> yes, I'm Positive. sure. For some reason, like, the, in Heathers, the hot girls have Jeeps. Oh, really? I'm like, Daphne would have a Jeep. Okay, there you go. Fair enough. Well, she has to go. She sourced it. <laughs> <laughs> Cite my sources. Uh, please, we, uh, we, are here, we use Chicago style here. Uh, uh, <laughs> So we are going to be talking about uh, pup names. Now that we're halfway in, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> What's the show about? <laughs> People who listen ask that very question very often. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about season one of Pup Name Scooby Doo: The Story Stick. Okay. <laughs> one second. What? Yeah. Really does look like Leslie Crone. She's even got the same smile. <laughs> um, this. Is she brushing somebody's hair. Yeah, it's not a real she... person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. She's got a whole wall of people. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I just thought that was part of the Scooby Doo ambiance. Nope, that's uh, shared space for the princessing. Awesome. <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, but uh, this episode was um, it reminded me of a lot of things that I forgot about uh, pop culture uh, specifically involving uh, native peoples oh yeah <laughs> oh so Brie that's who you look like oh that's nice of them to say that <laughs> 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 Freaking me out. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Native peoples. Oh yeah, we were instantly a little worried when. Yeah, that the came very up. first thing is amazing. It's not that they were disrespectful. Uh, okay, Shaggy and Scooby. Shaggy and Scooby were. But yeah. Warren and Miss and Grandpa Littlefield were too disrespectful. But they, no. they used used it. Well, the thing, right? it, like, no, yeah. It was, it was, I mean, probably how I would have uh, talked about it when I was, uh, oh, you know, absolutely. a little kid. Because, I mean, like, it's, how it's, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a product of its time, 1,000. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, but I've, and Daphne had the, the uh, 
foresight to be embarrassed. You get a, you get a, <laughs> yeah, you get a sphincter tightening moment right up with yes. like, you know, some of the me talk, you know, uh, big yep. stick wama, whatever. And then right, called out right away. Like that's not how yeah. uh, engines are. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that that was actually kind of, uh, ahead of its time in a way. Yes. As far as that goes, like, yeah. You know, it's saying, Call people out if they're being racist, basically. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> when was the uh, when was the ad campaign of the one tier for pollution? Was that the seventies or oh, the eighties? I want to say seventies or early eighties. But that was that guy wasn't even Native American. <laughs> but it's still he was Spanish. <laughs> oh well, that's good at least. He was Spanish. He was like literally Spanish. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh it undermines it a little bit. Yeah. No, no, not <laughs> well, at all. My favorite my favorite part, I don't know how uh, we might not be ready to actually talk about the show yet. I don't know. You I'm willing to talk to... about whatever. Okay. Let's dive in. When he like finds that <laughs> finds that artifact like 3 feet down in the middle of town. The giant head. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, like it I mean, maybe that's supposed to be a red herring that looks like he just buried it. But then he's like, oh, I just like finding artifacts. So it's like, Ye- okay. <laughs> what? He had one hole, like, didn't look like he was, like, like he was, like, having test holes or he didn't find anything. No. And just digging exactly and finding stuff. <clears throat> His spirit guide told him where to look. Yeah. In the middle of freaking town in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. how old? This kid is supposed to be, like, what, 12? Yeah, probably. Nine? <laughs> Warren, what the hell? Grandpa needs to get off his butt and his, drag him home. His, grandpa's butt was hanging down. Oh yeah, yeah. Grandpa get a tail or a full diaper. One grandpa, of the two. Yeah, definitely full diaper. Uh, so the episode does open we with uh, aside from this racist thing, maybe one of the <laughs> f- weirdest sight gags, where it's just Yogi hey, Bear woo-hoo. and a squirrel just hanging out. I love that part. Well, it comes back, though. <laughs> yeah, it comes back a couple times. Like, yeah. But we've established that the pup names could be do exists in the same Hanna-Barbera Hanna universe, universe as Yogi Bear. Hey. Because, hey. The, because the park ranger from Jellystone. The, this took place in Jellystone Park, obviously. Right. Because the park ranger Which shows I've up at the end. There's, Jellystone? There's a Jellystone um, uh, chain of campsites. Oh, like KOA. KOA. We yeah. have in Maine. We have, um, they have like uh, Scooby Doo or Yogi and Boo Boo and Cindy in dressed up hey, and the Ranger. What's with you? Um, I don't know. Although Yogi. then he's all vicious, which I was like, he wouldn't be vicious unless the guy had uh, his picnic basket. Sorry, picnic basket. The Ranger's not gonna like this, Yogi. Jetsons now and Yogi. Flintstones can be in the same universe. Pop and Scooby-Doo and Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear can be in the same universe. Well, did they do a young Yogi? Because so they did uh, Baby Flintstones, <laughs> and that <laughs> was around did. the same time as Pup Named Scooby-Doo. I remember that Captain uh, Caveman and Son. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they did a Young Yogi. I don't remember. Well, was, was Tiny Tunes by the There's same There's a guy named Yogi. Young Yogi on SoundCloud. Oh, okay. 
Tiny Toon Adventures was by was uh, I mean that would have been well, Warner did. Brothers as opposed to, but that was also oh. um, Tom Ruger who left pup named Scooby Doo oh, okay. to do Tiny Toons. Okay, so uh, I'm I'm not that crazy. Yeah, he <laughs> then left that to do Animaniacs. <laughs> Nice, yes. Uh, so he's moving up. He's moving up. Tom Ruger <laughs> also famously got his job at Hanna-Barbera by, uh, he uh, just got into L.A., went to the local payphone by the motel that he was staying at, called up Hanna-Barbera and said, I want a job. Uh, you can call me at this payphone. And then two days later, uh, a hooker knocked on his door and said, there's a call on the payphone for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> So much simpler time, right? <laughs> Where hookers would help and be nice. Hooker with a heart of gold. She's, right? just, she's like you're tying up the line. <laughs> I think that might have been part of the story. Like I'm waiting for a call. Oh God. <laughs> I'm waiting for Ice to well, call me like, and tell me where I'm supposed to go at eight o'clock. Like, what's his name? Um, Ice. I was thinking I <laughs> the immigration. <laughs> Like, why is she involved in a sting? This is not cool. <laughs> um, who's the guy who got the job on on Twitter with Bob's Burgers? Uh, something oh, something. Tommy? No. Simon. Simon. Yes. Yeah, the Like that's that's the new one from. Right. <laughs> that's the, the updated version. That's the updated he was, version. Yeah, he lived in Europe. He did a really cool fan animation where Archer, oh. done in Bob's Burger style. Mm was at Bob's Burgers. Yes. And L- Lauren Bouchard said, hey, give me a call. We might have a job for you. Yep. <laughs> the, the modern <laughs> version would be if a uh, uh, Russian spam bot said, <laughs> Lauren Bouchard's oh looking for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. It's got a point. <laughs> How uh, many seasons of Pup Named Scooby-Doo are there? Three. He left after the it. second one. Okay, the other two must have been way better because I did not approve of this episode. Like Ooh, one is was... better. By the way, this, this is what she used to do. She's got a story about that. All right. Well, you... I think he even saw me just. Okay. <laughs> Since I was going on. Now explain what you did and okay. what you used to do. Well, I... <laughs> okay, so I did what I could remember that I used to do whenever I watched the show. Only pop named Scooby Doo. Not the real Scooby Doo. Okay. Um, I would make my case file, <laughs> and I'd have all my suspects and their motives. Okay. And then I'd have all the clues, and then before the during the last commercial break. But do I would you write, know who did it? And I would write down my theory, and whether and at the end it w- I would write whether I was right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I very wrong this time Ooh. because they barely talked to the suspects. I remember one specific episode, you might remember which one it is, where Red Herring was like the main suspect. Mm-hmm. And I know it was often there, but that was kind of lampshaded a lot where it was like, I mean, the fact that he was named Red Herring, yeah. but like he often would say things, or I remember him pointing out, I'm not the I'm not the sus. I'm not the one who did this, or whatever. Mm. <laughs> but um, 
Who was it? Was Fred that always thought it was him, right? Yeah. Fred would always say that it was Red Herring, and then That's I nice. believe the episode before this, Scooby Dudes, uh, he was the actual suspect, yeah. although he didn't do it. Yeah, uh, I, I think I always wrote down Red Herring as the first sub- suspect. <laughs> um, like no matter what, he was always the first suspect. But I remember it was like there was one where it was like. Uh, I don't where he did it. He did something. Yeah, he was and the like villain Fred, in one of them. I uh, I don't remember. It's been so long, but yeah, I I just remember. And I would put up this thing, and yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Is that the suspects always had more of a part? Like this one, mm-hmm. the suspects are barely looked at and so to the point where i'm like oh it's warren dan and i both thought it was warren because mm-hmm. he wanted to protect his artifacts and we were wrong <laughs> you're right about the motive yeah the and, but the motive didn't make sense for anybody else no that motive was never attached to anybody else which is a bad mystery yeah. bad writing <laughs> also they talked to the actual suspect for about Maybe a microsecond, yeah. And they needed a conversation where they discussed not only that there were those artifacts, artifacts, but that they were worth money. Right. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't establish that because that was the motive for the hotel guy not opening a hotel. Warren's just finding them willy nilly, and seems like it's like he's just got his own room of half Scooby Doo artifacts, half (laughs) Indian artifacts. I (laughs) will say, giving me Indian artifacts. I don't know. <laughs> that was also my favorite introduction to a character ever because this man shows up in a Jeep yep. to talk yep. or a, a pickup truck to talk to talk to the grandfather. And he says, Oh, I'm building the Indian Inn. I'm Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> and that was yeah. It. yeah. He was and like, I'm Ryan. <laughs> Nobody even talks about him later. They're like, Oh, what's his name from before? And I was like, I just wrote I literally wrote Hotelier. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember his name. <laughs> Mr. Ryan. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. He said he just says, I'm Ryan. I'm and Ryan. then later yeah. on they go, Mr. Ryan. Mr. Ryan, yeah. Like like they're in a holiday inn and being like, Mr. Bob. <laughs> 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 it was like, what the hell? We get the only thing is that Velma like takes a peek into his trunk mm-hmm. or the the flat yeah. or whatever. Like, oh, look at all this paint and wood. And Dan was like, "Oh, a clue." I'm like, "Oh, you're right. I should write that down." <laughs> <laughs> the wood but is they... much newer. Who has new yeah. wood? But well, the whole also, thing is that they don't yeah. even point that out until they've already telling you how they solved the mystery. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, we don't. I'm like have that's not admissible in court. You can't hold evidence from the cops. <laughs> yeah, we're the jury. <laughs> but it makes good drama. It doesn't. <laughs> I was. They should have at least accused Warren. They didn't accuse anybody. Mm. I don't know. And then I was like, well, half of me was like, well, they're not. They may be offensive, but they're not going to make the the natives the bad the villains. They just. I just felt like they weren't going to do that. Mm. And I was right. But then again, I was like, but Warren has the most motive. Yeah. <laughs> He's the most fleshed out character of the whole group. It was True. so badly. Uh, I was uh, disappointed. <laughs> on the note of not making things offensive, uh, I did like that uh, Grandpa Littlefield, first of all, didn't have a name like, you know, uh, Walking yeah. Horse. Yeah. 
I thought Littlefield was a nice compromise. Uh, also, yeah, the fact that he didn't sound like Tonto. <laughs> Oh, thank God. Although it's so funny, it's like, oh my gosh, we found a bead from his necklace in the exact place that he was. What? (laughs) This has to be. This must be him. That was uh, couched in a wonderful gag, however, of Velma saying jinkies, which previously has ground everything to a halt. (laughs) That was great. Everyone's like in their own own little world. Uh Also, she... (laughs) Sorry, Velma. She always tries to be kind of just in the background and she's just like whatever but for once she wanted some goddamn attention and she made herself like a space princess which i thought was kind of yeah. cool in the, the stories the story about the martians <laughs> and the totem monsters working together yes this was the weirdest uh like send up of like uh Kurosawa Rashomon like if yes. everybody tells the same story how does it go yep. <laughs> yep. It was more like telephone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can get behind that. It's like that, we're gonna although take... we were a little bit offended at the end though. <clears throat> okay. Because Oh yeah. Right? The there's the story stick, right? It was a gift. From Warren who likes from... to co- collect artifacts. artifacts. Mm-hmm. We don't even know how old that was. It was in a special box. Mm-hmm. And then they just feed it to the termite. Yeah. That termite was mad hungry, bro doesn't matter he's in the forest like this was a gift it's one thing if he's eating like the blood sweat and tears of the bad guy (laughs) and it's new wood it's another thing if it's probably one of the artifacts he dug up in the middle of town yeah in the middle of night worth like a bajillion dollars yeah yeah and nobody even blinks they're I... like, yep, that termite was hungry. <laughs> what? <laughs> did Scooby give it to him or did Shaggy? The termite. Scooby did. Scooby? Can't... Scooby's as intelligent as Shaggy. <laughs> Just because he has a speech impediment <laughs> doesn't <Fair>. mean. <laughs> that w- he's as intelligent as Fred. <laughs> That's true. In fact, they're the smartest. They're the ones that hightail it out of there uh excuse me uh velma did have e equals mc squared on her computer while trying to figure out who did it where she bra- she exploded her whole computer uh, because it, they needed one more clue. one more clue it was e equals mc squared square root of three square root of r2 and eight and one ninth hc wait that's just that's just r what? The square root, square of, root R2? of R squared is R. R, yeah. It's a radius. <laughs> no, that yeah, would be R to the second. R squared, but it was R2. It was R, R times two. two which oh, should have been R 2 R. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Badly done. You're on notice, <laughs> pup named Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, what else was my... Oh, yeah, my initial... My initial uh, motive for Warren was that he was protecting his grandpa. Which I think mm. he's supposed because to Because I didn't think. know the artifacts were worth so much. Mm. Yeah. Since they just toss them around and feed them to things. Literally, he just digs up two feet underground a freaking totem head the size of himself. Yep. Okay, but when you were a yeah. kid in school, how, how many times did either you or someone you know... Go out into the playground and say, hey, guys, I found an arrowhead. I feel like arrowhead is very different from a giant totem. 
Okay, to be fair, Wait. yes. But come Wait. on. That happened. How many arrowheads did you find? Lots. What? It's very common in the Northeast. What? Mm. What? But equally See, common. I did not find arrowheads. <laughs> Are you sure they're not just like thrown out there by the art teacher to distract you guys during the recess? No, people also, find them in their backyard and shit. Any any rock that resembled an arrowhead. There was a kid on the playground who was like, I found an arrowhead. And it was like, oh, my God. And then you bring it to the teacher and the teacher would be like, great job. Another damn rock. We would find arrowheads in the like Indian trading point. Yeah. Indian trading post over by uh, (laughs) with um, craters of the moon. (laughs) There was whole like. Oops. Hey, you knew exactly what to touch. <laughs> There's like whole That's what she said? Out. Literally? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just stopped her and you're like, hey, good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um <clears throat> what else? <laughs> India uh over by the craters, the Indian trading oh, post. That's uh, where we found her. <laughs> I don't great. think I ever found a in the wild area. Did you find fossils in the wild? Mm, I don't know. Are I you don't from think... you're from Idaho? Yeah. Did you ever See, find Nazis think... in the wild? Nazis? That's up in Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even there. They got kicked out. They got Fair. kicked out around 2002, 2003. <laughs> God, I spent so many came, hours trying like, to find oh. them. <laughs> I, I didn't know I could just go and unbury them in the middle of town. <laughs> unbury them. <laughs> I did. Hey. Political but commentary. That coming. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, last time I was in Coeur d'Alene, uh, I found an actual members-only uh, establishment. They were like, are oh. you a member here? And I was like, nope. And I they were like, that. you can't come in. I was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't they have one of those at Disney World? Oh, Disney Club Land? 33. Yeah, see? Yeah, you have to be. Yeah, did you just turn yeah, into yeah, Edward G. Yeah. Robinson? Yeah, see? See? <laughs> they got one of those in Disney World, see? <laughs> Didn't, like, Mueller get kicked out of Donald Trump's club? When, it sounds like a lot of people have gotten kicked out of Donald Trump's club. <laughs> Probably including Donald Trump. Luckily, they found another the White, members-only environment. The White House is not his clubhouse. <laughs> Tell him that one. Okay. <laughs> Tell that to um, him. Uh, <laughs> wait, Lane, you found a members-only club? Mm-hmm. For Nazis? No, but you did need a jacket, which I thought was like very that- funny. Oh, yeah. You need not to even go to the Magic Castle. Well, probably a member's jacket, right? Mm, member's only what? jacket. Members and yeah. wedding singer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, random reference. I'm just like, I do mean, we're, we're an association now. <laughs> uh, wedding singer, the musical starring Stephen Lynch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Stephen Lynch was in that? <laughs> yeah, he was on the in the uh, original <laughs> cast. <laughs> That's amazing. Now I'm going to find the soundtrack. Yeah. The guy who did uh, Special Fred. Uh, yes. <laughs> Dan and I, that's we fell in love over Stephen Lynch. And a Henry Phillips song. Uh-huh. And Smothers Brothers. Aw, uh, weird digression. I had to drive the Smothers Brothers from the airport once. What? Yeah, I had to pick them up. Can I touch you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Aww. Uh, Tommy and who's the other one? Dickie. Dickie. How can you forget Dickie? <laughs> Blocked it out. We went just we went to Schenectady to see them. <laughs> it was snowing. We had to run through the snow while she was in her toeless shoes. She kicked a block of ice. Oh, I, think I broke my toe. <laughs> Because uh, it was so snowy that there were no car, like we couldn't get a taxi or anything, so we had to like run to the theater to see the Smothers Brothers. Yep. <laughs> and Yo-Yo Ma, because from the right angle, it covered up the N. <laughs> because Tommy Smothers is also the Yo-Yo Man. <laughs> we're like, that's an interesting combination. combination. <laughs> Smothers Brothers and Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo Ma. Ma. I would see that. <laughs> I was like. Made for me. <laughs> and Aquafina. <laughs> that would be my... <laughs> Yo-Yo Ma would do that. He would. Yes, but, he yeah. would. Yeah. He was on uh, Mr. Rogers. He's down. I was just thinking that. Like, oh, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> we just watched Would You Be My Neighbor. Yeah. Won't Did you cry? You Won't you make that song? Uh, I think I stuff a little. Shut up. <laughs> um, My clues are called Jinkies, by the way. Nice. Um, I wrote notes. I love the theme song. I totally forgot about that theme song. I love the music so throughout the whole thing. Jazzy. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And the dancing, the dancing, is <laughs> the peanut amazing. style dancing. Oh yeah, Velma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. we haven't even touched on the actual monster yet, which of course was the uh, totem monster. That was it. Just the totem monster. You really should have just. Like, uh, trademark or like, uh, patented his Techno? monster co- technology. Uh, costume. Impressive. Like, you could make way more money from that than artifacts. Like, he, he could make all three mouths move. I, I uh, independently, I independently. was impressed in his it was puppetry. Amazing. The eyes. Yeah. And how, how he should he call, could... he should call up Jim Henson Studios from a payphone. Yeah. <laughs> he would have the in the bag. <laughs> And just like the the monster was, what would you say, like 10, 12 feet tall? Oh, hell yeah. But then when the bird might eat it away. Would you say that? Because the size of that monster seemed to change per frame. Uh, See, that's the reason Dan and I are one of our first fights, is that he (laughs) hated a pup named Scooby-Doo because he hates the inconsistency of the The animation. animation. Oh, sure. And... I was just like, how can you hate pup named Scooby-Doo? Now I've seen this episode and I understand. <laughs> I still don't, I don't understand. Know. I find those inconsistencies endearing. No. See, I do love the art. I think the art is amazing. Mm. I love the, the way they make... I mean, those sorts of... I'm from of, a different era. Those sorts of, like... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but some of Caden's shows he watches are so bad. Like, not, not the new magic school bus that's really well done and not like but like spirit i know it's not badly done it's just the way it's cell shaded and what was it uh anti-alias or alias or whatever there's like no outlines oh they just don't have outlines i hate it (laughs) my brain does not work that way I I do find the animation pup names too comforting and endearing so that animation style I, now, I have a little bit more context now. Is also why I didn't really like Tiny, Tiny Toon Adventures. Yeah, I knew oh, I okay. hated I hated the fluidity of their body shapes. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't have a consistent body See, shape. And funny. it creeped me out more than anything. See, like, I didn't... 
I would watch it sometimes. And I didn't hate the show, but I just hated. There were times when it just it got too much. The fluidity of the animation got to me too much. Like it just Did made you uncomfortable. Yeah, and yet he's fine with the fact that Scooby has a bunch of ingredients for Scooby na- snacks, and Shaggy pulls out a giant stove. That does not bother him. Stove okay. microwave combo. I am but so that glad that you brought that up because here's what happens <laughs> there. Forgot the Scooby snacks. So Velma says, but luck or Daphne says, luckily I brought the recipe for a homemade Scooby snack, of which the recipe consists of bring a bowl out and bake in the oven until golden brown. That was the recipe. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Not put in two eggs. It was <laughs> Scooby. It wasn't like Daphne did it. Yeah, because the whole point. the one that did it. <laughs> but he didn't even look at the recipe. He just, it's like that gave him, it's like a video game. That gave him permission to cook the Scooby. To snack. bake until golden brown. I think the case was ever just like, so uh, what's my motivation here? You want a Scooby snack, but why would Scooby do it? You want a fucking Scooby snack? Do you want your fucking Scooby snack? Oh, yeah, I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> I do want the outtake where he's like, look, I got to go record the top 40 countdown in about 20 minutes. Can we wrap this up? (laughs) Oh, my God. It just dawned on me. He in the big Casey Kasem rant, he's saying is Don on the phone. Was it Don Messick? Was he late for a Scooby-Doo recording? Oh, my goodness. Is Don on the phone? Get Don on the phone. Another goddamn dead dog. (laughs) um yeah see that part having bringing things in that don't exist like her computer and things like that bother me more because i'm like okay so have you ever heard of a manga slash i think they made it into an anime called case closed Closed. so or is it called detective conan yes Yes. That's right. Yep. Okay, here is a peek behind the curtain. Oh, goody. Uh, this is the second episode I am recording today. And uh-huh. previously, today, somebody has brought this up. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have Lucky. never seen this show. I have never oh. heard of it in my life. And yet somehow, two times in one day. That's amazing. I used to watch it when I went to bed at night because it was on Adult Swim. What? Well, I remember Dan and I, like, so I read it and then had Dan read it. This was in college, so about 2006 or 2005. Okay. And um, I was like, I like this, okay. Because I grew up, I loved, I loved Sherlock Holmes almost as much as I loved Scooby-Doo. OG Arthur Conan <laughs> so, Doyle? Uh, both. I like that. I like the, um, Basil Rathbone. I liked mm. all the different, like, way before, uh, Robert Downey Bennington Jr. Combern match or Robert Downey. Although I do like Robert Downey Jr.'s. I like those movies. Okay. Mm. But I like OG better. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so I liked, I liked reading the thing, but I was like, or talking to Dan and we were like, Okay, but this the whole point of Sherlock Holmes is everything's based in reality. Right. Like everything he comes up with is because it has a logical progression. There's a logical reason for everything and he just breaks down the components. He's kind of has that 
like not being pejorative or not pejorative what's it called derogatory but he's kind of got that autistic quality where it's like he zooms in focuses on on a specific detail and kind of is lost in his own little world about it yeah the whole point in detective conan slash case closed is that it's magic that turns him into a kid yeah once you bring magic physics go out the door so nothing he, everything he comes up with that's a logical thing really could be questioned because magic or, exists. Or a wizard. Or did magic. It. Yeah. <laughs> and so to me, watching Pubney, this episode, the, the story stick, I'm just like, well, everything could exist because they pulled a stove out of nowhere and this <laughs> computer is in a briefcase and it's not a laptop. It's a really big like hidden figure size computer. <laughs> so that bothers me. Whereas the animation doesn't bother me at all. It's the physics breaking. Like when Scooby's head turns into the totem monster. Sure. Like what? <laughs> or then their heads open up and a little surrender flag pops out. I'm like, <laughs> or they no, roll up into like a poster. Me. Yes. <laughs> Which the most, sur- Sorry, maybe the most magicians. surreal gag of the whole show. <laughs> And yeah. it was like threefold because it's like yeah. their eyes pop out and, like and a then million, become a, a whole bunch eyes. of eyes. Yeah. And then they roll up like uh, shutters or not shutters, like curtains or whatever. Mm. And then they they plop to the ground. And I like their heads stuff. stick up out of the poster. How come some things just plop like a roll of paper, but then Scooby like floats down or Daphne like somebody Post floated Scooby down. Snack. I just don't understand the physics. <laughs> mm. I have a weird one with that. The one that always got me was uh, this is going to take a left turn. Uh, Tommy Boy with Chris Farley. Uh-huh. So that movie goes along <laughs> completely normal. Uh, it's just a man baby uh, going on a, a spiritual journey with his annoying best friend. Yep. Yes. And the movie ends with him being on a boat. And there's no wind. And he says, hey, dad, if you can hear me in heaven, I need a little wind. And then the wind picks up. Yes. <laughs> which posits that God is real. Yep. No, the heaven is real. <laughs> Left turn for this movie. There's an afterlife, BT dubs. It could it could be the Greek afterlife where everyone just ends up it's in the same place. Cthulhu again. Also, <laughs> Dad couldn't help out with anything else, but he can summon yeah. winds. Yeah. <laughs> Look, better late than never. <laughs> <laughs> Negligent father. Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's the story. Uh, uh. So the the. Um, they really lean in heavily to the grandfather doing it because he seemingly has the most motive with yes. uh, the inn forcing him out of his house. Uh, but ultimately, it's the guy who would probably make less money building. Also, is he building the hotel for himself? Like, is he a tradesman and a hotelier? Or I know, right? Because he had the boards and the paint. So, like, it seems to imply, like, all right. Oh, I forgot the shovel. I should really dig out the foundation for. <laughs> Why does he want to like, see Grandpa? Like, if he's already doing this, if he's so prepared, sounds like he, he owns has the land already. And, yeah, 
And what's going to happen to, like, the ranger and... Yeah, Jody? right. Like, this is obviously in the middle of Jellystone Park. Yeah. But Which, then how... And then where does the, the grandpa is, live? The authority figure is the is ranger. Is he putting the, is whole the ranger? Thing? But they also said that they had to call the police for the reservation. Yeah. So is... So he's stealing the oh reservation. Oh my gosh, we just learned something new about the park ranger. <laughs> he's Native he's American. Native American. True. <laughs> That's why he can talk to bears. That explains <laughs> literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows about pup named Scooby Doo? But we just cracked Yogi we Bear. We cracked Yogi Bear. We did it, guys. We did it. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Oh yes, especially about <laughs> Hanna Barbera. Yeah. That was. <laughs> do they do anything anymore? Hanna Barbera, uh, they got. Um, I mean, they're IP. They're Warner they Brothers. They're it. Warner Brothers Animation now, basically. Oh, got it. Got it. But the old Hanna Barbera Studios in Burbank, I think, closed down in maybe the early two thousands. I know. I re- that where I got my Scooby Doo from was the Universal Studios in Florida. Oh, that's where yeah, I yeah. am. So they have a lot of IP there, but I don't think they have costumed people. It was just in the studios area, not Islands of Adventure. Uh, mm. I have so. met Scooby and Shaggy in Universal. Oh yeah, they they are. Uh, they always have the Mystery Machine parked at different places, mm-hmm. and I think they use it during um, uh, what's it called? Mardi Gras. Halloween Horror Nights. Oh no. They- it, like they use it with the hippies in uh, at the Bates Motel. Nice. The uh, the highlight for that interaction for me was uh, I can't remember. Honestly, I was a little starstruck, which seems weird, uh, but I was. <laughs> and uh, at one point, I said, uh, "Just trying to get those Scooby snacks." And Shaggy went, uh, "Man, the struggle is real." <laughs> oh. <laughs> And I was like, you are an improv actor in Orlando. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, But we did get a costume gag, which is one of my favorite uh, Scooby-Doo tropes. They uh, pretended to be Camp Scooby-Doo to confuse the totem Uh monster and play hide-and-seek. It was not a great costume. I always wonder about the grown-ups when they get convinced by those. (laughs) Here's the thing that's interesting is, and this is true for just about any cartoon like this, is just when they decide to have continuity and when they don't. Yes. Because long after that scene where they were Camp Scooby-Doo, Shaggy still had the whistle around his neck. Yeah. Which I, (laughs) I looked at it and... It was a red whistle, and for half a second, I was like, "Is he wearing Little Feather's bead from earlier?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Did he just start wearing that for no reason?" <laughs> oh my gosh, there's, but there's something. It's. I wonder why there was that urge to make everything baby or like, you know, yeah. Muppet babies. Like, yeah. James uh, Bond jr. Yeah. But, or, and Indiana Jones jr. Which was I actually mean, that, pretty good. But that's just brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, it's interesting. Why to taking an adult themed IP and turning it 
towards kids. Like that was step that one really... towards the nostalgia generation. But that did that really? I mean, I guess I watched it. I don't Although, know why. Like... Muppet Babies was with... my jam. Oh, I love and... Muppet. Right. And Muppet Babies, presumably the Muppet uh the Muppet Show, they were adults uh running yeah. this uh, uh variety show. Uh pup named Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo, they were teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> they were already young and they were just like, Well, make them younger. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take Even the younger. teen detectives and make them preteens. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and why do those kids go off on their own all the time? Like irresponsible yeah, parenting. Parents? Do you meet you meet the parents in that show? I don't even remember now. It's been so long. Yes. I'm yeah. pretty sure we've met Daphne's family. Oops. I know we've met Shaggy's. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you meet Scooby's parents? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that in the movies though too. Yeah. <laughs> Scooby's parents. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What were we watching? Were we watching something. Oh oh oh. Do you know Jenny Nicholson? Nicholson. Nicholson. Um, on she's a YouTube personality. She's to. I think you would like her. She's like super. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is also not derogatory. She's super nerdy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not assuming you're a nerd, Nick. I'm just saying. <laughs> We're nerds. We associate with nerds usually. So, <laughs> but um, she was talking, doing her um, her countdown mm-hmm. of her fifteen favorite media for Halloween. Yeah, and I, I guess we'd missed this episode or something. So I was just re- watching it. Um, but one of them was the Ghoul School, and she <laughs> sure. was going into detail about why, like, the rest of the Mystery Machine team is not here and. The like, they're real monsters. So the like, camp Halloween are, cadets. Yeah, she's saying yes. how like there is no canon because at that point, like, why would Shaggy and Scooby be afraid of monsters? Their best friends was most of them now. Yeah, mm. the big the big name monsters, the Hotel Transylvania monster. Yeah. Although up. by the end of it, they're scared of them. That's true. Oh, there's it a whole thing with that movie. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but I love that. The real monster was, was man. It's like you could not. So you know how like Disney has like thrown out the Star Wars extended universe and they're like tightening up canon. You mm. couldn't do that with Scooby Doo. It would be impossible. There is no real canon because everybody takes it and goes their own way with it. Mm. Oh, the <laughs> only canon part is Casey Case. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know how. Uh, you know how. Um, Spider-Man, there was recently that Spider-Verse movie. Yes. And all the different Isn't Spider-Mans. Get... Right? Yeah, you could do a oh, Scooby-Verse. Yes. Where it's like yes. red shirt Pink Shaggy meets like uh, <laughs> green shirt Shaggy. Or Shaggy Pig. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wait, so which is the one with the... Okay, so I honestly just... Most, when you were like, what do you want to watch? What do you want to talk about? I was like, honestly, so many of them are just like a blur, like a a monster compilation in my head. Like mm. I've got the movie as one arm and then I've got Ghoul School as a leg and I've got the, you know, Mark Hamill's characters in there somewhere. <laughs> so I don't, I can't pick them apart. Was there one at a drive 
in a drive through a drive in movie. Reluctant werewolf or Scooby t- or Shaggy oh, turns yeah. into the werewolf there. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then that gets mixed up with the Alvin and the Chipmunks werewolf one. Uh, which we're then monks on a mission. Yeah. And yeah. then um that gets mixed up with the ghoul school again. It all just like see that's why I can't do nostalgia because it all is just like one big avalanche of yeah I remember being a kid. <laughs> You're talking about this show basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember that. It is there is that little rush when you hear something and you're like oh my god I remember that. Holy! But... I, I I'm remembering the 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 elation I felt at this at first hearing. Uh, 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 hey, brother, brother, the song is Yes. <laughs> You're getting bigger and stronger and faster too. People keep on saying, "Is there nothing we can do?" Uh, I know most I of that. Early Nickelodeon, because oh, those are some yeah. of my earlier TV memories. Yeah. So, like, like, you can't do that on television, or bigger than that. I'm talking like like pinwheel, pinwheel? <laughs> and like fucking today's special. Yeah. Like I had the first time I talked to someone, I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember today's special." I'm like, "Holy shit, there's another one!" Yeah. <laughs> I didn't make it. My head. <laughs> my brother used to play that all. My brother and I used to play that all the time, right? We'd have, we'd be, we'd be walking around with our hat on, and then we'd knock the hat off, and we have to stop. <laughs> wow, you could be like Instagram famous if you did that now. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking what's the show that your parents. Were, oh, small. Wait. Yeah, small wonder. They, Her parents. My were... parents gaslighted me into thinking I made small wonder up in my head. What? Because we. Back before internet became a thing, I couldn't look up and find, like, Zoobily Zoos, Small Wonder, Dumbo Circus. They were like, no, you made this up. And I was like, like, no, "No, I didn't. (laughs) I'm a good, like, I've got a strong imagination. It's not that strong. I used to watch, (laughs) I I helped her with that because I used to watch those. Oh, yeah. It was nice. I was like, you mean, oh, Zoobily Zoo, (laughs) Zoobily Zoo, magic and wonder are waiting for you. The one yeah. that pretty uh, sure Zoo is what caused the furry epidemic. Well, especially <laughs> that one guy who went through. He took the themes, I think, oh, the theme God. song to Zoobly Zoo. Okay. And this is in the early days of people doing like video editing. Probably early days of things like After Effects. And he gave everyone a penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as they're running around dancing, singing, all of literally all of boy, them have a penis. Boy. Yeah. They're just yeah. flopping around. The girls, the boys, all of them. the one that i remember uh from my childhood that like seems like i made it up but i know i didn't there was a live action alice in wonderland show on the disney channel yeah oh yeah i remember when that came out oh yeah where she would like go into wonderland and like everybody was like people in costumes Yep. That was the same time as Dumbo Circus. It was the, yeah, same, exactly. the same guy making it. <laughs> yep. uh, I would watch that uh, right before uh, The Little Bits on Nickelodeon. Yep. Come play along with Little Bits. We'll sing along. We used to do, uh, we would watch uh, Commander something, like he taught you how to draw. <laughs> okay. And then right after him, was David the Gnome. Yep. I remember that one. Oh, 
my god, yes, I had a crush on the Mad Hatter and the bunny. I believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it all had like a very, uh, what was the, uh, uh, oh yeah, I got it. What, uh, Drop Dead Fred kind of quality to it? Yes, Yes, absolutely. It absolutely did. Oh my god. There he is, Drop Dead Fred, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I totally forgot about that show. <laughs> There's a lot of weird things out there, and it. Uh, I, I think to bring it around, oddly, uh, I'm not entirely sure why Scooby Doo ever stuck. <laughs> no, I know. There's With so much it. shit out there. Well, I think because it has it hits all the archetypes. Sure. And which Secret for some City? Reason... Sorry, Secret City was the name of the drawing show. Okay. Oh. That looks familiar too. Uh-huh. See my aunt who's um grave we were looking for. <laughs> she had, she did have cable. And so like we spent a lot of time at her house. Oh, I thought you were going to say you spent a long time finding that grave. <laughs> we, we did, did. But we, we never didn't found find it. it. It it was a what 30 acre graveyard? Yeah. Holy. Yeah, it was a possible. It wasn't happening. It was yeah, it See, I don't really talk to my dad, so I didn't want to call him and find out where <laughs> It was. So we paid respects to the graveyard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, somewhere. Peace. Peace out. <laughs> Although, oh, well, I had this sudden image because, speaking of ghoul school, we found, and this isn't supposed to be funny, it's just, this is what, uh, this is the wonderful presence. And my aunt was very pro letting kids be kids. Mm-hmm. But we found three graves together. And Dan, I was like, oh, they were all really young. And Dan noticed that they had all been. I'm like, they're all July, June 2nd. (laughs) They're all from the same date. And all siblings. And he found the. uh, Triple murder. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I, my idea is that my aunt is there, like, just comforting the ghosts. (laughs) I don't believe in ghosts, but I was like, oh. It's a good story, though. She would be a good caretaker (laughs) for poor little children killed by their father it's <laughs> a so nice sad. thought to have yes like and there it. were no werewolves there were no mummies there were no nothing what's the point of going to a graveyard right of course i can't get away like they did <laughs> with the bongos and... oh this there is you close go. though more like this Uh, well, we do only have uh, one segment on this podcast. We are starstuck at the universe's piss. Does this pass the Satan test? Oh, there's a segment. All right, what's that? Famed philosopher of science and scientist himself, Carl Sagan, once said that he wanted an adult version of Scooby-Doo because it endorsed skepticism and the scientific method. Does this episode pass the Sagan test? No. Well, no. I mean, it's, it's not enough. It, there's not enough scientific method. There's not enough. Yeah, there's not enough evidence mm. that they could work off of. It's very specious in that way. It's much more like, oh, we have a we have a time limit. We wanted to shove in these story stick stories mm. and include aliens and e equals MC squared. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> science yeah, for yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was science they didn't as even, like. I think the thing was they weren't even. They never really tried to figure out who it was. They just trapped him and took off his mask and says, "Oh, it's this guy. It's Ryan." Okay. 
Although they do say, like, there's not, we need another clue, because we don't have enough evidence <laughs> to mm. support anything. <laughs> it's really just Warren, like, <laughs> and also, what, the, like, why look for, I mean, I guess I understand the formula, they end up just catching the guys, so what does it matter what the clues are? I think this gave me an existential crisis again, because I'm like, Scooby-Doo was such a basis. I agree with Sagan, where it's like, I like that, or, and I know that from Tim Minchin talks about that, where it's like, uh, have you ever heard of Tim Minchin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, British comic. So you know his Storm, po- or was it Beat called? Poet? Beat Poet? Beat Poet? Beat Beat poem? Poem? There it is. No. Poem. He talks about Scooby-Doo in that, so you should listen to it. It's called Storm, S-T-O-R-M. All right. And find the, I don't know, the cartoon one, or they did, they made an, animate, an animated video, which is good, but the I think the other version The live one's better. a little bit better than fastest. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, way, I feel like... He talks about Scooby-Doo is, if you're going to watch TV, you should watch Scooby-Doo, because that teaches you... Uh, yeah, I just feel like they didn't try hard enough. Yeah, okay. this episode was disappointing. And I don't think we had like I, I don't know I don't think it was against Warren Warren did it yeah I don't <laughs> think it was against the scientific method I no. just don't think they utilized it well enough in this episode yeah okay. this would not be a good one to turn into an adult <laughs> Scooby Doo Scooby Doo <laughs> great I love it I like that I like the Sagan test <laughs> it's like the Bechdel test. Yeah. But for- we do. <laughs> we'll have we'll have to ask that question about Detective Pikachu when the movie comes out. Does <laughs> Daphne and Velma ever pass the Bechdel, Bechdel test? test? No. Oh, no, or have they <laughs> only passed the Bechdel test? Do they ever talk about anything in original Scooby Doo yeah. other than the mystery? Original? I don't know. Huh? In this one, all Daphne talks about is Warren. Who, but did she? Yeah, sure. she is totally sexually harassing him. That was another. She does that part. all the time, though. That was her thing. <laughs> baby, baby Daphne did. Yeah. Adult Daphne was way cooler. No, adult Daphne, the 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 adult like the original Scooby Doo was all about the story. Yeah. And the mystery. Mm-hmm. And original Scooby Doo always high. passed the Bechdel <laughs> test. Yeah. Even there was no there was no real romantic entanglement. Romance. Yeah. Even though they spend all their time together in that van, that tiny little van. They're all asexual. <laughs> I thought Velma and Freddy had a thing going. Mm, not in the original. Well, in the original, Daphne and Freddy uh, pair up a lot to uh, in the split-ups. I don't know but why. All they do is split up, but that doesn't imply anything. That's You're projecting. Absolutely. What you're saying is that you can't have male-female friendships. Mm -hmm. Does Freddy ever get kidnapped, or is it always one of the women? It's always Daphne, specifically. What? Yeah. (laughs) No, Velma always uses her glasses. My glasses. I I can't see without my glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, this one did... I think I was just disappointed because there weren't enough interactions with the suspects. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, it can't be the hotel guy. I don't even remember his name. Ryan. And then, <laughs> he, well, I do now, but now I'll probably never freaking forget it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the most generic white guy name of all time. Never. Ryan. <laughs> Might as well be Brad. At least yeah, I totally thought it was Warren. <laughs> I was also like, it could, this is like 
actual fraud. So would he get in trouble for? I don't know. Well, they don't. But it's on a reservation. No, I mean, like a kid won't get arrested and put in. Warren actually had two motivations. Saving his grandpa and the artifacts. Yeah. Mm. Like, if anything, he should have been doing it. Yeah, I'm ashamed what of him. What the fuck, Warren? Get your shit <laughs> Don't together. Don't you care about your grandpa and your your yeah. tribe? Why don't you save your people? Your peoples. There you go. There you go. I'm offended. <laughs> well, we all are offended here at What's With You, Scooby-Doo. Uh, <laughs> guys, this has been phenomenal. Well. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being on. Do you guys have anything in the way of pimpage? What would you like to promote? Well, just uh, well, Jay and I will be doing. We're not sure what we're doing for it, but our fifth uh, anniversary, our fifth anniversary of doing Dan Jay's Comedy Hour podcast exclusively. He's only called J Bone on this podcast. Oh, oh J Bone. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, so Dan and J Bone. <laughs> Uh, he be Danny Snack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so dateandj.com, check that out. We've got a hundred and some episodes now. Hundred, almost, almost one hundred and seventy now. And I think I'm on four of them by now. <laughs> <laughs> this has been phenomenal. Yay. It's been a great Thank time. Thank you so Thanks much for being him. on. It was great. I feel so honored. <laughs> I know. I, t- I, I told Jay, and he's like, "I'm surprised it took this long." We've <laughs> <laughs> all been busy. My ADD is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> and as always, to you and yours this holiday season, dirty hands make good bands. Why? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's With You Scooby-Doo is a member of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Visit StolenDress.com to check out our other Stolen Dress podcasts, blogs, tweets, videos, and books.